selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. You know, <laughs> okay, it's actually just so funny because what I love about Shopify is no matter how huge and massive you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control, yes, daddy, and take your business to the next level because we're business women. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash book club. That's shopify.com slash book club, all lowercase. Shopify.com slash book club. We're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and flags errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Saving starts with knowing where to look. Visit HealthLock.com today before you see another healthcare provider. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Celebrity Book Club Who's that knocking at the door? It's all your friends, you filthy whore Your husband's gone and we've got books And a bottle of wine to kill It's Hollywood It's books It's gossip I'm shook It's memoirs It's It's Studio 54 Celebrity Book Club Come read it while it's hot Celebrity Book Club Tell your secrets, we won't talk Celebrity Book Club No boys are allowed Celebrity Book Club Say it loud and proud Celebrity Book Club Buzz me in, I brought the Cuervo Hey, hey best friend. I can't wait to listen to so many sexy voicemails today on our love line. Love line, ring, ring, ring. Corolla vibes, Dr. Drew, but make it Lillian Steven. Because it's what? Valentine's Day. Hell yeah, this fucking capitalist holiday brought to you by fucking Hershey chocolate. And as a fuck you to the Hallmark Industrial Complex, we're, we're going to listen to phone calls <laughs> yeah. and we're also celebrating. <laughs> and stick around for today's VIP lounge when Lily and I will be doing a exclusive one-off improv play. Erotic improv. Erotic improv. That's such a Valentine's Day date too. Oh, to take someone to erotic improv? Yeah. Oh, so true. (laughs) (laughs) I got us tickets to this erotic improv at UCV. I don't know. I think it could be fun. And it's called 100 Worst Dates Ever. 50 Shades of Nay. (laughs) Erotic Horror Story. Erotic Horror Story. And it's like with some comedian named just like Beth Largo. Beth Largo presents your un-Valentine's Day, yeah. <laughs> Valentine's Day improv 24-hour party. 
So all that in the VIP lounge. Yes, you stick must around. join us there. If you haven't already, obviously sign the freak up as a Valentine's Day present to us. And let's go to a call. Hi, Stephen and Lily. Big fan of the podcast. Glad you guys are doing this. Helping all the lonely people out there. I guess my question is, I am a 31-year-old lesbian who was in a relationship for nine years, obviously, and uh, just broke up. And I'm not really trying to, like, seriously date anyone. I'm just trying to, like, hook up. And I'm like, do lesbians do that? And where are they doing it? And uh, where do you find people? Any any advice? Any stories? I usually live in a big city on the East Coast, but I'm in a Midwestern college town writing a book, which makes it a little harder. So yeah, advice appreciated. Love the pod. Thanks. Iowa Writers Workshop, anyone? Uh, hello. <laughs> this call was me like four years ago. Now that I'm 30 beep, when I was 30 beep, it's just like Sorry. lesbian <laughs> was in a relationship for nine. nine million years. And then you're like, okay, apps, anyone? <laughs> uh, do lesbians hook up? <laughs> and then it took you four months to get into another sexual relationship. I mean, yes. <laughs> she's like, she's being like, no, I'm totally not trying to get into another long term relationship. <laughs> and it's like, well, I, I swear I I'm swear. not. And, and I said that too, okay? But that's the thing. I did some total hooking up in between Fuck in, yeah. those, in those six months before getting into my next six year. And yeah, I mean, so, yeah, how'd you do one, it? Going out with friends who you're like, I don't know if we're best friends. This is what we were talking about last night. That's yeah, not gatekeeping opening your the time. circle. Yeah, not gatekeeping your time and being like, oh, let me get a catch up coffee with my best friend over tea. It's like. No. Don't get a coffee over tea. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) No, it's right. Like, go to events with random people, go to random events, and invite people you're not even that close with to those events. It's like, you've just got to widen the circle. And then you realize you were, like, in this relationship where you were like, oh, I would never, like, invite my, like, semi-friend to this gallery show. But it's like, that's actually totally normal. You could literally, this is going to sound insane, but make dinner and invite like five people over who literally aren't your best friends. I mean, I love that (laughs) idea in such an 80s single way where it's like, invite all your cousins over and tell them (laughs) each to bring their single friend over. No, you invite two best friends, one random person that you were talking to recently, just think, oh, come over for dinner. And it's just like, you're just having this random roast chicken dinner with five people. And it's actually totally chill. And that person like invites you to go to something else later. And you're just getting the wheels turning. Okay, wait. So how else did you meet girls, though? Just from going out? It was like more being, yeah, being more random with friends and like going out. Tinder, okay, Cupid. Sorry, is it 1989? Anyone? Um, so yeah, you're like basically apps. you're you're saying that yes, lesbians do hook up. I think lesbians do hook up. Yeah, and you can just say on your Tinder or your Lex profile, do a Lex, you know, and just say you want to hook up, casual dating. <sighs> isn't I guess it's like isn't the problem with just like and this is not obviously not just you know that's being an issue, but like mm-hmm. you know I can have this issue too though where it's like. You say you want casual, you say you just want to hook up, but then it's just like once you're already getting into profiles and like flirtations and then it becomes scheduling and it's just like 
you have to figure out a way to avoid like scheduling pitfalls and avoid like long conversation pitfalls. Yes. And I think my advice to that is like, though it may sometimes seem too aggressive and I feel like definitely sometimes when I tried this, like then I got silenced on the other end when you like tried to, I feel like I hooked up with this girl and I was like moved it to text too fast. And I was so just like Friday and she was being so like, whoa, like. Well, that she is not the right person to smash and grab. Whatever. We still ended up hooking up. So it doesn't matter. She was like being sketched by me that I like chose the time, but also. Literally fuck her or literally don't fuck her. (laughs) So obviously if you are writing a book though, specifically lesbian club kid in the Midwest, I think it is a little bit more about um, Lex dates and greater dinner parties. One more thing that I'm going to say, a strategy that I'm starting now. Okay, follow someone, like two posts, one in the first row and one in the third row of their Instagram, then respond, then see if they follow you back. If they follow you back, you're on. Then respond to a story of theirs, a no- either a selfie, like, you know, fire emoji or whatever, but that's kind of doesn't give you enough. Respond to like another story with like a joke or something that they posted and like really get it going. And also the reverse of that is you need to create opportunities for people to respond to you. So post stories. You need to start thirst traps. They're a thirst traps. Not even just thirst traps or just like fun thing like, oh my God, I'm doing a weird thing. Like weird things. Like I saw a weird animal doing something. Give something that they can respond to. Give people something that they can respond to. Give them something to talk about. Literally. Give them something to talk about. Okay. Next call. Hey, best friends. Big fan of the pod. I need some advice on how to apologize to a friend or an acquaintance or a crush or a boyfriend if you accidentally gave them K when they were expecting Coke. Thanks. Uh, Already, I love how this is starting off. Lesbian is like, I live in the Midwest. I'm writing a book. I've been in a relationship for 10 years. Gay guy is like, I roofied a friend, a lover, my doctor, husband, (laughs) brother. (laughs) Okay, this actually happened to me like a week ago. I think you can just be straight up and like get them a silly gift. (laughs) Uh, Like something not too expensive, like a six pack of Diet Cokes. They love Diet Cokes. Who likes Diet Coke? Gay guys? No. No, Miss Trump. Gay guys. No (laughs) one is drinking Diet Coke. I'm thinking of friend of the pod, Sam Buck Rosen. Oh, Sam Rosen. Also friend of the pod, Donald Trump. I, (laughs) Yeah. uh, yeah. I mean, I think like, you know... Just be open about it. Again, this did happen to me recently, and I was, like, kind of pissed about it. But I also think maybe, like, figure out ways to just keep them um, awake and not fall into that K-hole. If people don't like K, it's because they don't like, you know, not... They don't like that feeling of being out of control. Well, hopefully this guy isn't still on K. It's, he's now been... <laughs> Again, it was me who was accidentally given ketamine. You were... I'm saying this happened to me recently. I... Someone told me that something was Coke, and then it was K. Did the person apologize? <sighs> I guess they did, but I also feel like, I don't know, I felt like they could have maybe taken more responsibility. But then it's also like I should have taken more responsibility and done more research and be so Yeah, you should have been a little more like a dare and be like, so my sister and being like, ask who your dealer's dealer is (laughs) at this party. But I think, yeah, apologize. Don't be weird about it. Just like be straight up. You know, instead of being so sketchy. I think what you should do is actually get the person Coke if that's what they wanted. Not Diet Coke, 
What about Coke and Diet Coke? Both. Be like, pick your poison. <laughs> and you know, Coke used to have cocaine in it. That is like the most such an iconic like middle school no. fact that people give. They're like, did you like know that like the first Coca-Cola had cocaine in it? Anyway, it's cool. It sounds like you guys are probably going to hook up anyway, unless it's your relative or whatever one of those options was. All right, next call. Stephen, Lily, it's a pleasure to speak at you. I'm Malcolm calling from St. Paul, Minnesota. I've got a Valentine's Day related question for you. Wondering how we're feeling generally about the use of daddy in the bedroom uh, in all contexts. Would love to hear your critical analysis on this. Uh, thanks as always for your insights and time. Bye now. Hello from the Twin Cities. St. Paul, Minnesota. Good morning, St. Paul. It's a beautiful morning for you and your daddy. You and your daddy. Anxious daddy from St. Paul. I mean, it definitely is a trigger word for some folks. Obviously, it can be super hot. I think it's super thing. hot. I remember with my ex-boyfriend, like the first time he called me daddy, I was like, hello, excuse me. Um, I'm actually not old even though I was like seven years older than him. And then it was like, oh wait, actually this is super hot. And I got into it, but um, it was definitely a, it was jarring at first and I kind of didn't know where it was coming from. It's like, it's it's the getting in. It's the jumping in that's really difficult, I think. I'm so glad you said that because kind of the reverse thing happened to me. Or Who did you I call daddy? It. Oh, you requested. I requested it. Okay. Yeah. And your and maybe son, daughter. Question, my son, daughter, cousin, friend, crush was like a little like, Oh, and then, (laughs) (laughs) but then it really got into it and it was super fun, super hot. So I think it's like, yeah, you know, always that first time if you want to be called something or like cross a new kind of like thing in the boudoir, it's going to be awkward at first, but also like embrace it and laugh it through. And then it's definitely way better when uh, the request comes in to honor a request than it is to just, I mean, it's like easier for everyone because you're like, oh, this person wants this, I can do this. And I think also when someone says, call me daddy, already you're in a dom sub thing where it's like the dom is telling the sub to do something. So like that makes sense for the relationship and to have that communication. You know, when someone just calls you daddy out of nowhere and you're not prepared for it, it can bring in questions of age, play, and insecurity. and Well, then if- you're wondering like, oh, fuck. So now I am your daddy. I have to be your daddy. I have to act more daddy. Mommy, on the other hand, no, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Sorry not to kink shame, but I'm just like... Ugh, I, I, yeah, I find mommy play. That gross. is so cuckoo. I guess, like, I'm trying to think who would do mommy play. Would, wouldn't that be like a straight guy getting pegged by his girlfriend? Yeah. Yes, mommy. And just like putting his diaper on and giving him yeah, his like, favorite stuff. Yeah, put animal. those big mommy milkers on me. Well, okay. It sounds like you are straight up kink shaming. <laughs> yeah, I said I was, and I, uh, I apologize for it. And it's like, that's also fucked up and like sexist of me as someone who requested. Literally so sexist. I mean, the misogyny as usual dripping from your maw. Okay. Oh, look. Speaking of misogyny, look at this little black cat entering the frame. Okay. Orzo wants to podcast. Speaking of lesbian, Orzo wants to podcast. Um, (laughs) She's like really trying to get in. Let me just kind of move her away from the Cat is really trying to chime in. I wonder if she wants to be called daddy. I think it's, yeah, I mean, it's definitely always so much easier when the age is, like, 
a broader distance. I've had guys be like, call me daddy when they're topping me. And I'm like, okay, like that's hot, even though you're like a year younger than me, but. A same age, daddy, or like closer in age. It's almost like too, yeah, it could feel too obvious if it's just an older person calling a younger, being like, call me daddy. You're kind of like, duh. Yeah. A little bit. So it's like. I guess I just, my, I guess the other issue I have with it though, is, you know, we get into these roles that can be really liberating in some ways, but limiting in other ways, because then you, you know, you tip your toe in the daddy water and all of a sudden you're paying for every dinner. All of a sudden, you know, you are doing his homework for him. All, you know, all of a sudden you're, you know, it's like the mortgage is in your name. It's just like, you know, all the, like you start to take on this, this controlling responsible role in all these other areas of the relationship. Right. I guess, and I, I assume you're talking possibly from personal experience. And I guess as someone who requested daddy, I'm. <laughs> mortgage is not like, in your I, name. Firmly not in your name. Mortgage is not in my name. I'm like having my girlfriend like proofread everything I write. Like, <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like you flip the switch in the bedroom oh, and that's. Right. The Christmas yeah. switch. <laughs> the Christmas switch. The Valentine's switch. Okay. I don't know. I'm pro, but it's hard to dip your toe in. But just, uh, yeah. Oh, you could not stay there. Maybe that's what advice. It's like do it, but you don't have to get. Don't get stuck to it. Add in cousin play. Don't get stuck in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, this reminds me. You know this guy who once like, did I have I told this story? I but don't this, know. Like, crazy guy that I was sleeping with, and he was like, "I'm really into like big bro, little bro play." And he, oh yeah, and I was like, "Okay, that's cool." But then it kind of like it got really crazy, and he like ended up just like getting so so detailed in the like in the play, and he was just like, "Mommy like walked in on me masturbating," and like right at that point, you're like, "Am I at Playwrights Horizons?" Like, sorry, I'm, like, <laughs> and it was like this actual full play, and I was just like. I'm really just trying to just like suck your dick right now. But I'm like, you're literally like reading me this absolutely insane monologue. Okay, next, next call. call. Hi, best friend. Uh, my name is Paige and I am a fellow Boston gay. Um, so I recently just got a new bed and my uh, the bed before was, was quite high and my new bed is a low bed. So I thought I would ask you to, on a scale of one to ten, how much do you think my sex life is going to improve? Thank you so much. Best. Oh, best Boston low Boston bed. Gaze to the front. Ten. Absolutely ten. And because Boston is not a traditionally low bed city, so you're really going to stand out. You know, it's all about how you market yourself. Chicks coming in there being like. Whoa, I didn't because I also I'm like, I'm imagining this lesbian like lawyer coming in who's used to just like (laughs) fucking someone over the hugest Raymore and Flanagan. Like, oh, sorry, Jordan's 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 furniture, excuse you, Jordan's. And but maybe like, wait, do you remember? I'm (laughs) do you remember Dean's home furniture? Oh, yeah, Dean's home furniture. Get the nightstand and the hutch for only $7.99. I mean, the hutch is always being thrown in. So I do hope it improves, and I think it will. I feel like there'll be a period where, in this fantasy, this, like, lesbian lawyer Futch is, like, sketched out by the low bed. <laughs> and is like, I don't know if this is going to support all my Boston legal fucking... There's going to be a learning curve, for sure, for the Boston lesbian community to sort of wrap their heads around your sexy, low Japanese bed. But eventually, like once you get through that rough patch, um, things are really going to skyrocket. It's just going to pour gasoline on the fire. It sounds like you're single, but I think if you were in a relationship, I also think it would skyrocket just to change up the bed. 
Oh, yeah, either way. I mean, for any relationship, it's like, hello, I mean, you go on a little vacation, you know, you fuck. It's just like a bed. Right. It's like a new permanent vacation. New staycation of the Casper. Curious to wear. I, I assume she got it online. For low bed. I, I'm yeah. a big proponent of getlaidbeds.co.uk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do we have a code for that? Or We'll release that code in the VIP lounge. They literally should be sponsoring us. We should actually reach out. Okay, let's fly to England. Um, next call. Hey, best friends. Um, I really want to get fisted, but my boyfriend doesn't really have any interest in that kind of thing. Uh, what should I do? If you want to get fisted, I don't, I don't see why your boyfriend would have a problem. Like, I could see be like, I don't want to get fisted personally, but it's like he just has to put the fist up there. Okay, who cares? Well, I guess I was gonna say, if you want to get fisted, I don't see why your boyfriend has to do it. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like you're a gay Aren't you guy, gay? so it's like, like I don't know, go literally anywhere. Like, turn on your phone. I'm sure there's some fists <laughs> trying to get through. Um, yeah, I mean, personally, I'm, that's really last on my list. I just feel like once you get fisted, it's kind of like... You need to get the vaginal rejuvenation story. I'm not even trying to be so, like, whatever, like, medical alarmist being like, you'll be shitting your pants every day. I'm more just like, I just feel like the more extreme you get with your sexual proclivities, like, the less, like, normal stuff, like, turns you on. It's like... And then, wow, so now you're kink-shaming. Kind of, yeah. It's just Kink-shamer kind of... Stephen. Also now, just since our last caller is from Boston, I'm now just... Everyone's from Boston. Everyone is from Boston. I was getting a little Boston energy from this guy. From the, the guy who wants like, to be fisted? Committed. Well, the yeah. idea that maybe they're not in an open relationship does sound very Boston. But I guess I'm like... I do just like worry that it's like if you're only in your 30s and you're already getting fisted, like, you know, by the time you're 50, just like you're going to need the nipple clamps. You're going to need the the cock ring. You're going to need to be wearing a cock ring at all times. And then it's just like the simple... Oh my God, fucking Miss Pilgrim over here being like, by your 50s, you'll need nipple clamps? But like, that's... Okay, but babe, hi. Have you ever been to like a gay sex club in Berlin? It's like everyone has <laughs> no. nipple clamps because just like that's the only way they can get off at this point. And you lose the ability to just be lying in your bed and have your lover grace the side of your abdomen with his finger and have that turn you on like that subtle simple Tickle act play should still be exciting you know and i want to still be excited by just my lover's breath you know and not have to need just you know a, a tonka truck to be walking into my every hole just to feel something. This makes me think of this like A&E special about like couples who had trouble having sex. It was the nerdiest couple from Indiana who like had it. They were married, but they never had sex with each other. And they did so much like tickle and feather play. So your advice is actually no fisting feathers. I'm saying feathers can lead to just like pen <laughs> or whatever. We don't have to just keep it at feathers. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not like pro-virgin. Like it's, it's, it's a breath. It's feathers. Okay, I do see your point, but I'm also like, if he is your committed guy, like, to quote Dan Savage, like, GGG, unless he has, like, oh, unless it's, like, it's, like the feeling. God giving and gr- grace? What is, what is that? Um, good, g- good giving and game. Go get and game or, like. You gotta be game for it, man. <laughs> you gotta yeah, be down just, for like, the game. be game for it. Yeah, I'm game. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm yeah, game. I'm game to fist. All right. Why he won't uh, fist. My one, like, uh, data point from the other end is I- I've had a friend, a good friend of the pod has told me that he um, loves getting fisted. 
Uh, and he's always been like, Stephen, it's the most amazing feeling. Chica, you have to get fisted. I get fisted every time I'm in Paris. Um, and I'm just kind I of think like, I, know I think you know who I'm talking about. about. And I was just kind of like, so yeah, apparently it feels really good. And he was just like, it feels more amazing than any cock. So I will say as someone who has been the fister. Right. It, I, I actually do get, it does feel a little bit weird that you're like whole out of like fist is going inside. You're like, oh, okay. It does feel a little like medical. Yeah. It's like, so you're like, wow. Okay. So th- yeah, this whole thing. and Crisco. <laughs> and... It, it is, it is very tarp. And, and... and I just, I'm just like, it's either like f- fluorescent lighting or it's black lighting. Like it's never like a romantic dim <laughs> you're n- California like, mid-century <laughs> energy. Like. You're never getting fi- fisted in Seth Rogen's like Japanese. No, you're never getting like, fisted in Seth Rogen's Seth Rogen's Japanese like low lit home. You're only getting fisted in a dungeon or just like the most like tarp laden Chicago basement. That's <laughs> <laughs> full of tarps. Um, yeah, I mean for guys, I feel like <clears throat> these guys they could set out a tarp and they're like normal committed Casper and like fist on um. Yeah, I just grew Steven fist on, okay? And well, force your BF so, well, to fist. But, you're, but the real advice is how to get, like, should, are you telling him that he should just go find someone to fist him because he's in an open relationship? Or you should, should try and convince his boyfriend to fist him and his boyfriend should listen to this episode and be like, you know what, I do need to fist. Both. <laughs> I think if the boyfriend is not GGG and it's something he really wants, be like, this is something I'm not getting. Mm. I need to go get fisted outside this relationship. No, that's fair. And you can have that conversation and you're, you're, you're having your like butternut squash <laughs> soup as, <laughs> as a couple in Boston, in Everett. <laughs> They're sitting down at their one bedroom and he's just like, listen, this is important to me and I need you to do this for me. Right. And then maybe when that happens, the boyfriend will be like, oh, okay, I will fist you tonight. And then maybe for a Valentine's Day, the boyfriend gets him like a tarp and he opens the tarp and he's like, oh my God. He's like, I'm ready. Let's do it. He gets him like such a black and white photograph of a fist. Like a really small photograph of a fist. <laughs> framed, framed and matted. God, that framed is such gay bathroom art. I... And he's like giving it to him at like a vegan Thai place. <laughs> All right, good okay. luck. Let us know how good it goes. Good luck, fisters. Send us pics. Celebrity Book Club. This episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. You're trying to find a cause for your symptoms. Achy back, headache, runny nose, itchy eye, wart on my genitals. So let me guess, you stumble down a TikTok rabbit hole full of questionable advice from so-called experts. Suddenly I have cancer? Uh, no thank you. (laughs) There are better ways to get the answers you want and the care you deserve from trusted professionals and not random people on the internet. Though randoms, I love you, and my TikTok addiction, yeah, it stands. But I'm sorry, Lily, you shouldn't be getting medical advice from some girl in her grandmother's basement in Toronto. ZocDoc helps you find expert doctors and medical professionals that specialize in the care you need and deliver the type of experience you want. That's right. Ditch the talk. 
Get the Doc. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. No more Dr. Roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor you haven't met yet. Mm, I love a trusted guide, like the time I climbed to Machu Picchu on the Inca Trail with a team of Sherpas. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. So find your Sherpa at ZocDoc.com. Go to ZocDoc.com slash book club and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find Endbook, a top-rated doctor today. Slay. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash book club. ZocDoc.com slash book club. Ditch the talk. Hi, so I, my name is Jacob, and I'm just calling because I want to know why, not why, but like how, not how, but like I don't want to be single anymore, and I'm not sure like how to date as a gay guy, a cisgender gay guy in L.A., now, I know most of you guys live in, like, New York, but if you can give me advice. I'm, like, objectively hot. Like, I know that. 6-2, biracial, like, you know, I have a job that, like, pays whatever. And, you know, I'm, like, in pretty good shape. But, like, I just, no one's, like, like, like pursuing me. And maybe, maybe that's the reason. Like, I'm waiting for someone to pursue me, but I don't know. Like, I feel like, why do I have to be the pursuer um thanks love the podcast it's really great especially when i'm like high and just like cracking up walk, going for walks in west hollywood um yeah bye i think you said well, it yourself why yeah, is waiting. not anyone pursuing me well i don't know it's like you're walking around with hollywood with your headphones and listening to a podcast take Hi. off the headphones raw dog life yeah, maybe you start raw dogging lights, put the goddamn podcast out. No offense to Stephen and Louis. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's a little more like don't listen to it and then talk to a guy and then, you know, go up to him. And then when he's like, what are your interests? You can say, oh, this awesome podcast. Love you, book club with Stephen and Lily. Yeah, um, I mean, and I, I think I, to I, go I, back I, to the random advice, like do more things with maybe not your core crew yeah i definitely take all the random advice we've said so far this this episode about like sliding into dms and broadening your crew and all that other stuff i uh let me say this okay this is this you are not alone so first of all like you're not you're not a freak you're not a horrible person like this happens a lot in the gay male community there's tons of gay guys who are just like why can't i get a boyfriend i really want a boyfriend and there's like a couple problems there one is it's just like you can't want it too much and you need to, like, be happy with yourself and love your life and not be, like, desperately wanting a boyfriend. Every time in my life when I have desperately wanted a boyfriend, that is when I have not gotten a boyfriend. And it's the second that you start, like, being more confident and not paying attention as much and, like, focus on yourself. But also, like, playing it cool with guys and meeting lots of people. That's, like, when you accidentally start dating someone because you just, like, get involved and you're allowing yourself to just, like, go with the flow. But if you want it too much, you know, 
if you tighten your grasp too much, like everyone's going to slip through your fingers. So I, I think there's like an element of chilling out there. I think there's also like, you know, the three little words that are always the most important words. And sorry, it's true. But in any person who is single or trying to date, play it cool. Like you just need to stay chill. You need to just like, you know, be flirty and a little bit distant with like a lot of different people and like not give away too much and make yourself seem, you know, um, a little unavailable. But it also sounds like he's not pursuing anyone because he's just waiting for them to come to him. So it's almost like maybe he's playing it too cool. I don't think so he's, he's playing, playing it, too it cool. so cool that it's actually tense. But he's like, not playing it actually cool with people that he is like talking to. Like you still need to be flirty and like outgoing and like sexy and like ask personal questions and then play it cool with that person and not just like overtext them or try to like, you know, meet up too quickly or create a fantasy about them in your head like too fast. Yeah. You need to play it cool with individuals, but like on a broader sense, yes, make yourself available and chill that F out. The word. It'll happen. I mean, I feel like when I... You're not alone. Everyone wants Also, wait, can friends. I say this? Lower your standards, too. This is another thing that... Let's get back to this. Okay, gay guys, too many gay guys, like, wouldn't date someone who looks like them. And if that... And if you find yourself in that position, like, maybe you're not mis- magnanimous that you think you are. It's like, too many gay guys are just like, oh, like, they have this vision of this very specific kind of guy that they think is hot, that they want, that has all these qualities that looks a certain way. And I mean, it's I just like... I think that goes for also straight girls... As yes, well. it, it it totally goes for lots of people. I think that just like straight girls are more like beaten down or whatever by society, so they've kind of like they are maybe more li- like a, inclined to settle. Where it's like <laughs> yeah. gay guys are just like ah uh, no, like I need that like, this guy like look like this, and it's just like let's start with you. Let's look in the mirror and like let's just be like, will I date me? No, like, they have to be hilarious. Channing Tatum have this car, have this yes. job, do this, and it's like yeah, okay, again, raw dog life a little. Yeah. Let's, you know, obviously I feel like we all have fantasies of the person we want to be with. But when it starts getting so specific, you don't just build a freaking Kendall, okay? Yeah, bring a freaking Kendall. And, you know, if you're five, like, you can't just have crushes on eights. And I don't know if this guy, you know, this guy kind of says he's an eight. I don't know. Maybe he's a seven, you know. <laughs> but, like, you got you can't just be looking at the nines, you know. Let's... Shallow howl it a little. Let's shallow howl it a little bit here. Just telling someone to wear a fat suit. (laughs) (laughs) And then see what happens. And then maybe your guard will be down. Yes. (laughs) Okay, next call. (laughs) Hi, girls. All right. So my good Judy Sylvia introduced me to your podcast a few months ago. And since then, I have become completely obsessed. Now, Sylvia is regrettably heterosexual, but clearly she has good taste because she put me on to you guys. And she recently told me that she has a little crush on Stephen's allegedly heterosexual friend, DJ Physical Therapy. So I was thinking this could be like a great Valentine's Day Club Kid CBC matchmaker moment. What you need to know about her, she's a Libra. She has very thin eyebrows, and she has rockin' jugs. So if he wants to give her a call, her number is... And uh, that being said, if uh, you can think of any sort of hot femmes that are uh, might be interested in a butch king such as myself, 
you know, let me know too. We'll work it out. We can go on a whole like quadruple date moment. It'll be so cute. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Obsessed with this call. Obsessed with our new favorite lesbian aunt. Good Judy. Yeah. I haven't heard that phrase in a while. Yeah, my good Judy. My good Judy. Judy. Um, I love your voice, by the way. Absolutely love your voice. Yeah. Built for radio. Yeah. Get you on here. Um, I almost I want to know a little more about you. If you want to DM us a photo in the gram. And I can go back into my queer speed cruising account and go into that Rolodex. I mean, it sounds like we're having to sort of launch a separate like CBC matchmaking matchmaking app. Well, wait, what about idea done? I don't know how our low bed Boston gay presents, but I don't know. She sounded kind of femme. She did sound femme. What about low bed? Yeah. Butch King, get get a train to Boston. I don't know where you're based, but um, maybe you're already there. (laughs) Maybe you're in Boston. We got, we got a low bed waiting. <laughs> um, her or the Midwestern. I actually feel like there was tons of single lesbians already on the set. What about the Midwestern writer? Okay, what we're going to do, we're going to set up a separate channel in the Slack that's just like... Um, lesbians. The, the single <laughs> queer Lex app, basically, like Slack channel. And you guys go in there and flirt and talk and breakout rooms and... Yeah, really breakout Slacks. It. Maybe, yeah, we can host a little get-together queer dinner party for you where we like do a ton of vegan stir fries and i have to say i love that dj physical therapy is getting getting all this love love and crush action i think that's really awesome not to put him on blast that was kind of the reason we had him on the pod to yeah to like get people interested i will say he tends to not go for the juggier of girls um and we i know the jugs were a big selling point um as per our caller um, but you know, it's like it's a new year, and I do feel like everyone should be expanding their. Yeah, I mean, I think on palette. a note to friend of the pod physical therapy, you know, it's that thing where you say, "Oh, I want A, B, and C," and that's exactly right. what my dream is. And then all of a sudden, right, you fall in love with something else, you know? Yeah, and you're cutting out things you want. So we have the number, and I even take that back because I feel like there's been a uh... there's been jugs. There's been jugs, yeah, even in yeah. recent times. I feel like okay. his first middle school girlfriend was so jugs. Well, I was talking about more recent history than middle school, which I wouldn't necessarily pin everyone to. I also dated a girl in middle school. I wouldn't say that I'm open to that at this point in my career. Jugs are present. Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well, we'll have Daniel shoot her a text. Um, and also, let me just say this. If you have a crush on physical therapy, you should just DM him. Yeah. Or uh, as I said, respond to one of his stories and like just kind of get it going naturally. You don't need to be so, hey, I heard about you and I have a crush. Just like just start, you know, just like just get in there and let and let the seat like let the ball start rolling. He'll maybe post a vinyl and then you can respond. And you can like, respond I love to the that vinyl. And I yes. have this vinyl. Yes. That's yeah. that's fucking some priceless advice on how to flirt with the DJ. Music. <laughs> uh so yeah, that's my advice to her. Uh, and he doesn't just, use Spotify, just before <laughs> like going in, you're about to send him some cool rare song. He's yeah, he uses title, so he's not gonna be able to read that link. But yeah, he posts to his story all the time, so you'll have plenty of opportunities to get in there. Okay, next call. So this crazy thing happened when I turned 24. I started squirting, and now every time my girlfriend and I have sex, it happens, and it doesn't really bother me. But the cleanup is kind of annoying. And I was just wondering if you guys had any, any advice about how to deal with that. 
Um, it just feels really annoying to kind of get up in the middle and grab a towel, um, but it's also really annoying to wash my sheets every time. So would love any input you have. Thanks so much. That's so cool that you squirt. Fuck yeah. I feel like that's so like a thing people being like, oh, I wish I could squirt. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you take the lead on this one, <laughs> my dude. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I don't have any magic sheet solution that's gonna, like, quick dry sheets or something like that. I think okay, it's towel. Tank. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> let's invent a sheet. Let's invent sheets for squirters. I think also Squeats. maybe move it to some, like, shower or bathroom sex. Um can't could just be only just... have shower sex all the time. Well, I'm just talking about just cutting down the ratio of the cleanup. Totally true. Heard, yeah. heard, heard. Correct. Just as a fun place to do it and then... The cleanup is easier, and um, that's like my only advice. I was like, I don't know. It's like it's your move to an apartment that has a washer and dryer. Like, <laughs> can I ask, man, not to pry? Yeah, but when we say she's a squirter, and uh, you know, we hear that all the time in the media. Right. She's a squirter. She's a squirter. What? How much liquid are we talking? Well, because I feel like there's total levels where I have been witness to some like medium squirting where which could like, fill what a teacup a cereal yes, bowl, a, like more a, of a gallon a, jug a mug or something like that or a teacup a teacup to mug but i have never kind of yeah i guess i'll say it i've never made someone like squirt gallons I, i'm just wondering how much our caller is talking about it sounds like a lot because she's having to like really wash the sheets and like get a f- huge towel I mean, I do wonder, yeah, because I wonder if how much there could be just a copacetic solution where you just live with it a little bit more, like, as someone who comes all over his sheets with some frequency. It's kind of like, yeah, sometimes you do come a lot, and then there's the wet stain, and someone has to lie in it, but then whatever just kind of dries, and you move on. Like, I guess my other question is, like, does it does it dry, like, in a normal way, or does it get, like, crusty or weird, or, like, is it just, you, is it never, like, it's... Gross, I think it's like, just like if it's a big amount, it's taking just a long time to dry mm. rather. And it's, yeah, you could do the Margaret show, you know, roll over. Yeah. And it is more of like a water consistency where if like come, and again, not so familiar, like a male cum. It's a little thicker. Well, it doesn't seep as much. It kind of stays where it lands. It's, yeah. not, it's not water in the sense that it's spreading out exactly. into a puddle. It sounds like the squirting is more puddle based. And I can see that being frustrating where you're like, every time squirting, you know? What like, about this? Keep a hairdryer next to the bed. Interesting. <laughs> Whip that out, you know? Sounds like also she's asking for Brooklyn in code. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't know if we're still offering, but I do love my uh, Brooklyn sheets. I know, same. Okay, next call. Hi, Stephen and Lily. I am honored to be a club kid. Honored to be one-way chatting with you now. I have a a predicament. I would love to know your opinion on, and I'm not going to share any visual aid for this, but I would love your opinion on my Tinder profile and what could be going on with it. I have found on many different occasions now, I think it's happened to me about four times, that men on Tinder tend to send me drafts of their writing. I have said nothing in my profile that I am open, that my shop is open for that. Um, I do happen to be a copy editor, so they could be picking up on something in my photos, but essentially what's happened, and I'm just 
going to describe a specific scenario that you can just imagine has played out about four times now. But, you know, I matched with this, with this guy on Tinder, went on a date with him. He was, he was really hot, but like, you know, kind of weird on the date. Like, for instance, kind of lost his mind when I beat him at pool, which was very accidental on my part. Um, I think I, I don't even know what it's called. I think I striked and somehow won or he did or whatever. And the next day, you know, he texts me and says, like, I had so much fun last night. And by the way, how would you feel about reading my novella about Martha's Vineyard? And I didn't respond. And he sent it anyway. And it was called, and I'm sorry to blow up a spot like this, but it was literally called How to Be Alone, which is just plagiarized from Jonathan Franzen. But anyway... And it was just, you know, a clearly walking, talking case with main character syndrome. And that has happened to me so many times. And I'm wondering, is it the fact that I live in Portland, Oregon, you think? Is it that I'm wearing glasses in my profile? But what is going on? Um, should I move? Should I have no picture? Please help me. Thank you. Love and light. Madness. Absolute madness. It's not the profile. There's nothing about your profile that's getting like... Yeah, don't victim blame yourself. Yeah, I mean, I also will say, I don't know, like someone's sending you their work because they value your opinion and they like want to share their lives with you. Like that's positive, I would say. Like I wouldn't be like freaked out if I got... I mean, novella is a little long to just be like, hey, what do you think of this? I feel like it's a little like that. that is starting to get does like, does he just think that you work at a publisher's house and he's going to like actually get you published or something? Well, and that to me, the combo with him like flipping out on her after her winning a pool and then like also sending novella like it's already such a weird Ben Stiller movie from like 2003 yeah. about an angry Angry classic male like, narcissist. Yeah, who's like, like, read my thing, but like, how dare you like emasculate me, but also like tell me I'm a genius and maybe this and like. he's such a baby and he's like, make me waffles. Sounding very shrill. I don't know. <laughs> it's really sound. Well, I this is you why do, I think you're, you're. You do live in Portland. And I, I think if you don't want this, it's move. Yeah, I think you need to move. And I think if you don't want this, I think let's take some photos with that. I mean, glasses. Tinder also just kind of sucks though. Like, I would say, I, I think Hinge is like people are a little more like normal, although. Sounds like you're a straight, so maybe you're pretty normal to begin with. Um, but I do, I have found that Hinge is like people are cooler. Although this guy did goes me from Hinge um, and he can fucking suck it. I wonder if they're like looking you up on like LinkedIn. <laughs> but like, I don't know, like a guy recently, like, you know, like we like went on a couple dates and then he like found my podcast and he like became a fan of my podcast. And I'm just like, that's so cool and interesting of him to listen to my podcasts and i think it actually is really cool when people interact with your work but in that way you're getting fans where she's just getting more work to do she's getting some editing work (laughs) you know it's not like they're like oh i love your copy editing i'm a fan of it like let me hire you for this job they're like please give me notes on my sad novella well i guess it's like okay but then another guy went and did with recently he asked me to send him like a recording of like a stand-up set that i did and like i did and he was like listened to it thought it was funny i guess it's more just like if you solicited it i think that's a nice thing to solicit and i think maybe it would be cool if you were like asking me asking guys to send you their writing but i guess the unsolicited feels a little bit like well I don't care about this. Um, Non-consensual novellas is pretty wild. I I do think if you don't want that, we're going to go ahead and take some new photos without glasses. And I think like change something in your bio. Like if you want a rocker and not a writer, if you want a finance guy, like let's just switch up what it says in your bio a little. Yeah. Okay. You lose the glasses. Next call. (laughs) Hey, Stephen and Lily. Love you guys. Huge fan of the pod. 
Lily, as a born and raised Rhode Islander, I'd like to offer my sincere apologies for your shitty summer vacation. Uh, I'm also sorry for the breathless quality of this call. I'm walking uphill like a fool. Um, I'm calling because I, I have a pet bird, and I'm wondering if that means I will never find true love because so many people think it's so fucking weird, and I don't want to be with somebody who also is really into birds, but I love my birds so much. So I'm just wondering what you guys think. Is having a bird incompatible with finding real, I mean, heterosexual, unfortunately, love? Anyway, thanks, guys. Appreciate you. Bye. Hell yeah, little Rhodey. Um, thank you for your apologies. By the way, I'm not mad at Rhode Island. Yes, bedbugs went down there. Crazy shit happened, but it almost gave me even more love for the state looking back on it. You trauma bonded with Rhode Island over right the now. Bugs. I'm in this like sick kind sick, of abusive cycle. I'm keep on going back. <laughs> um, I'm just like you have a burb. You don't want someone else who's into birds. <laughs> that We're is a bit to... of a yeah. Sorry, chirp, chirp, that's a red flag. <laughs> <laughs> I'm flapping my wings no right now, okay? Okay, open your nest, bitch. You're like, oh, I'm this cool chick with a cool bird, and I don't want a guy who has, like, ten parrots or something like that. I think their <laughs> guest of the pod, Lauren Servideo, is a heterosexual girl with a bird and a boyfriend. I don't know what came first, the bird or the boyfriend, the ultimate question. <laughs> you know, in many cultures, birds are good luck, so perhaps... The bird came first, although her bird seems young. Although I guess that's just because it's small and the birds are small. Right, but like, don't birds live for so fucking long? And it's like, so right, if you get this boyfriend, like, they're really going to have to, like, commit oh, I mean, to I will not get a lie. If I went to a guy's house and there was no. a bird, I would be I'd like, walk out. Like, <laughs> yeah. absolute Looney Tunes <laughs> gif of me disappearing in a puff of smoke. Sorry, it is my worst nightmare to live with a bird. Though I do think, like, pelicans and parrots and like <laughs> and flamingos are like really cool and maybe if not like if we you would you would date someone with a pet pelican if we lived in this like crazy florida home right and no like and the pelican yeah right not and you're dating this... this squirter with a pelican <laughs> <laughs> we're changing our sheets daily <laughs> <laughs> from the squirting and the pelican mess. Pelican. Pelican's always dropping so many fishes in ocean water. Plus, it's like having just a cage in your house, I think, is... Sorry, again, we're not bird shaming you. Um, But we are, we are. you know, we hate cages. We also hate dog culture where everyone has those <laughs> massive crates in their home. We hate Get cage. in the crate. <laughs> cage culture. What is the cage bird saying? Because it's looking for a boyfriend. Boyfriend. Um, <laughs> Don't lead with the bird, but don't hide the bird, I think, yeah. is the way to go. You can be like, hey, yes, I'm a weird bird girl. Put that out there and like laugh. Don't hide it on a date. And then all of a sudden they get to your apartment and you're like, so I have to tell you something. Yeah, no, don't. Bird. No, And this comes back to a point I'm always making, which is the only person who can cancel you is yourself. It's yes. like if you <laughs> shroud yourself in bird shame, then other people are going to pick up on that shame and the guy will be like, oh, this is weird. But if you're just like fun girl with bird, like, cool, word, word, word to the bird. Mark. Well, okay. Because also I feel like guys are so chickens, but I'm assuming you don't have a chicken. Like guys, that's just more like back to the that is I mean guy. yeah le- no thank you hens are birds yeah. <laughs> stop erasing hens stop erasing hens from bird pet discourse <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, guys are like always having chickens. That's true. Like, and if a guy can have a chicken, like a girl can have a bird. And a guy can date a girl with a bird. I wonder if on your dating profiles. Have a little pic of the bird in there. Her with the bird, like a sexy photo of you and the bird. I think yeah. you get a whole new crew of guys. A bird sitting on your titty. Yeah. Oh, it's a bird hot. with the bird. A bird with a bird. A bird with a bird. I also think like. I mean, this is psychotic advice. Don't follow this. But like start a TikTok, like have a bird talk, like go viral. Right. Get guys in your DMs being like, I want to defeather you. (laughs) (laughs) I want to feed you little seeds. And then it's like this whole like sex play where it's like your bed is now you also need to wash your sheets because you're covered in bird seed. I just have this terrifying. It's just the sound of like flapping wings in a cage that really like is Freaks me to me, out. it's the um, chirping, not the flapping. Having that inside chirp. Yeah. Send us a pic of the bird also. I want to know. Very curious. I know. Is it like a full like cockatoo and it's like so large? I mean, parrots are funny. It's also like, where do you live? Okay, if you live in Florida, like parrot is funny. Right. If you have, because I've cleaned a house that was a huge apartment, but they didn't take good care. And the, the, behind, the wall behind the parrot cage was covered in shit. Nasty. It's disgusting. If you have an illegal know, owls owl, are also insane. Okay, <laughs> get out of my weird head. jinx. Get out of my nest. Um, I have <laughs> like sometimes I do watch owl talks because like owls are so psychotic. Um, and I'm like, yeah, okay, headwig boots. Like you are every po- uh, and like me again. I mean, first of all, there's gonna be guys who are into it no matter what. Guys are so into birding too, like huge lenses. Oh, I saw these. Guys. I saw this. Yeah badass crew of male birders they showed up to this park in like souped up subarus like the race car kind kind of fast and the furious they're all in these like crazy kind of outdoor outfits they all have the hugest cameras you know that means you saw this like drag race crew that's like yeah on long island it's like a drag race camera okay so actually you can find this like super badass like wrong side of the tracks guy who's gonna bird with you i don't know if you're new york based but i will throw out the link to this like birding sanctuary where these badass guys go my biggest piece of advice to you ms bird (laughs) bird with a bird is like you need to actually be open to guys who are in like who might have birds or be into birds or are bird people you can't just be like i'm the only birdist here yeah that's not gonna work because i'm sure it's like oh you want to be the weird girl but then you're mad that no one will date you because you're weird yeah Honey, do the math. We got to open up. And that's a lesson I feel like it goes across all of these questions. Open up. Yes. Open up. Okay, next call. Hi, this is a club kid calling from uh, Nantucket, Massachusetts. A big, big fan of the pod. Um, I have uh, two crush-related questions. Um, So I've been kind of sleeping with this, uh, we'll call him, uh, best friend of the pod um, <clears throat> and for a while now and he's a pretty well documented uh, masseuse massage addict and I am historically never really liked giving people some people massages um, but since I've been seeing him a bit uh turns out that I end up massaging him all the time, and now I'm kind of addicted to giving him massages. So I guess my question is, uh, should I um, be worried about my new uh, masseuse 
Stockholm syndrome or uh, should I be feeling blessed because he's uh, relieved me of this big character flaw of me not wanting to give people massages. Also, second question, short one, is it too lame now in 2022 and now that I'm over the age of 30 to make someone a mixtape? Uh, best. Okay. Well, I have. <laughs> wow. I, I have. Wow. <laughs> oh my god. I. This is like full Delilah morning show. Like insane. I'm like crying. Like is a string quartet about to come in? Um, I'm. Wow. I have no idea who this caller could be. Um. <laughs> um. First well. off, yeah, caller. I also don't know who you are, and I think this guy sounds like a fucking sicko, and he's using you. Okay, I would. Okay, I, I would walk away with all these I massages. Disagree. I think he's hit the jackpot. He just discovered this new kick. He didn't even know he has. He likes to get massages. That's cool. I think he really lucked. <laughs> he really lucked out. <laughs> This man yeah. forcing you. I didn't hear any forcing in this story. It's not everything. It sounds wildly consensual. If anything, it sounds too consensual. Do we need a little bit more attention? <laughs> um, I yeah, I love this call. Mm. Love the language that's being used here too. Um, all very uh, respectful. I think it's so cool also to make a mixtape. I think like a few years ago, it would be actually like too retro. Does he think he means an actual physical object, like a tape that like, because I don't know who this is for, but if it were me, for example, like I don't have a cassette player. I am going to go out on a limb here because I have no idea who this caller is talking about and I have never met him. I don't know what he's like, but I'm getting actual mixtape energy from right. him old, old school he drives like old, a beat up car that has a tape deck yeah with that little yeah. wire and it's like this little gay handwriting also sorry to assume that you were oh right no, a this, could be. <laughs> this, this could be for me uh this could be for anyone this could be for a bird um right i'm picturing this like a cute little drawing on the cover of the tape and then on the back cute little gay handwriting that's like you know debbie gibson Right. Um, something a little eighties, and then it's maybe something a little seventies. Uh, Debbie Harry, yeah, <laughs> yeah, all the Debbies. Um, Madonna, <laughs> Vogue, Lady Gaga, Poker Okay, phase. so what if it were to make? What if it were a playlist though? Like, do you think that's a little bit like phoned in to send someone a playlist? Because remember that was part of the whole West Elm Caleb like drama was oh, that, that he, he was sending the same playlist to like a bunch of different girls, and he would like copy paste or whatever and like make a new playlist and be like for Audra and then you could see that he had like seven other playlists that were just like for Lily for Stephanie <laughs> like and they were all the same songs I think it's less special but I think it's like still like and you can be like ah, okay is this totally corny to give someone a playlist but I think it's like everyone still loves a playlist I definitely like a playlist a lot better than just like when because you know like guys do like to send you random like YouTube links okay this is oh, a sidebar yeah. but I feel like tops are always sending YouTube links and I'm just like, I, that's, I'm good. Babe. No, it's so top to send a YouTube link. Cause, and it's like, so now actually I have to click on it. My phone has to stay on it because then if I go to something else. No, yeah. I can't actually even listen leave. to it. So I just have to like watch this whole thing. Not to put um, for someone on blast, but DJ physical therapy is <laughs> always sending me a YouTube link. Top. Right. 
And you're just like, if I'm sitting at my computer, yes, I can open and play it through my speakers, but like, maybe I'm not like. And then you're like, oh, what was that song? And then you're like, oh, I can't find it in my text. And this is why I wish our friend just had Spotify instead of Tidal. Exactly. So (laughs) the question is answered. Daniel needs to get on Spotify. (laughs) Okay. Well, that was a really um, riveting group of calls. It was. I just thought of one really funny idea, though, that I think for a gay guy to do. is like you do make a mixtape, but it's like of songs that like didn't really come out on CDs, but you still like have to buy the CD. So you're buying like the new Lady Gaga CD. You're buying like the new Carrie Underwood CD and you make that into a mixtape. What the fuck <laughs> did you just say? I lost so, you. Cut so, out. Really, really did not follow that. I was talking about a Stuff you can only get on CD? <laughs> Like deep cut Lady Gaga songs from her latest album. Yeah, I think it'd be funny to get like the new Lady Gaga album on CD, like at Target, and then like make okay, you buy it for like eighteen ninety (laughs) nine. Yes, and then you're like pressing play. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah, cute CDs. CDs. Anyway, um, sorry, bird girl (laughs) stuff. I I feel like a bird should fly in and land on your shoulder right now. That would really make sense. Bird girls love CDs. For dating a bird girl, get her a CD. Hot tip. Um. Wow. Um. So I think yeah. To wrap things up, one expand your network is basically what we're saying. Go Chill after out. Respond to DMs. Go after things. Take your headphones out. Stop listening to podcasts. <laughs> Listen to mixtapes, not pods. Get low beds. Be random on dates. It doesn't have to be so planned out because the fun will happen when you're not looking. Wait, okay, wait. Oh, should we do Who Are You in the Book for this episode? Ooh, yes. Okay. Um, who are you in the book? <laughs> who are you in the book? I mean... I've at times, I've been the LA gay who says that he's so super hot and attractive but can't find a boyfriend um i've definitely been in that place where i'm like why isn't it happening for me um i'm obviously nine year single after nine year relationship lesbian (laughs) like lives in new york back in the midwest (laughs) (laughs) i usually am based in new york but i'm actually in the the midwest Midwest. (laughs) (laughs) i think you're also a little bird girl can i say we're both a little bird girl because I think you would have a bird and be like, I don't want some fucking bird guy. I mean, that's true. No, if I went to a guy's house and it was, his bedroom was full of stuffed animals, I would be like, back away slowly. <laughs> but then guys come over to my house and I have like 17 little bears and dogs yeah. on my bed. And I'm like, and this like, is lion. What? This is bear. <laughs> <laughs> and you will be sleeping with them. So make friends, okay? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, this was so fun. I love hearing your voices so much. It really actually brings me so much joy. Um, you guys are so fun. And I love the div- the regional diversity. Yeah, regional diversity, sexual diversity, problem and advice diversity. I love diversity. I guess I didn't hear from any straight men. I'm not, I'm not no, really shocked, right. But <laughs> yeah, I- we're like, oh, yeah, no, we love hearing again from girls and gay guys. <laughs> But straight guys do call in. We love they you. Do. I know you're out there, but they're like they're less like phones. They're stuff. coupled, I think. They're super but, busy and they're afraid. And they're, and they're cool. <laughs> Souped up Hondas. 
All right, well, stick around for more scintillating, fucking sexy ass, like horny shit that's going to happen in the VIP lounge. Yeah, it's all going down the VIP lounge today. Stick around. Best. Best. Welcome to the VIP Lounge Club, kids. On this week's very special Valentine's Day edition, Lily and I will be improvising a sex diary on the fly in the style of New York Magazine's infamous column, Sex Diaries. We'll be concocting an imaginary week in the life of a New York City woman and all the sex she has. On this week's diary, Sadie, a 36-year-old graphic designer from Brooklyn Heights. Monday morning, 8.05 a.m. I wake up exhausted, but totally horny. I got into this text thing with my ex, A, last night, and we just texted and sexted till four in the morning. I just bleached my asshole the other day at the super local spot that I just tried out. I'm getting really into ass bleaching in my 30s. Who knew? I wasn't raised that way. So I grabbed my vibrator, which I got at Babeland in Prospect Heights. It's a really awesome local sex toy store. I come in two minutes and then I have to go because I'm late to work at the graphic design for my workout. And that was just a taste of the VIP lounge. Subscribe on patreon.com slash CBC the pod to get more content like that every single week for only $5 a month. Again, that's patreon.com slash CBC the pod for $5 a month. You get access to the VIP lounge every single week. That's more Stephen and Lily every single week for only $5 a month. VIP subscribe celebrity book club is presented by prologue projects the show is produced by sex therapist meg mernane with editorial support from my ex-husband leon nafok um we are still in court figuring out custody. And my new husband, Andrew Parsons, and Madeline Kaplan, our child. Sorry to drag you into all this. Um, our production manager is Persia Verlin. She was an amazing couples therapist, but I guess not that amazing. Original theme song by Stephen Phillips Horst. Um, his music is quite erotic, and on some solo divorce mom nights, I throw it on and uh, do a few things to myself um, to the music artwork by Teddy Blanks at Chips NY I treated myself to a Teddy Blanks after I got divorced and oh I hated my ex-husband Leon Nafox art and having this new Teddy Blanks art that just says Lily in my new bedroom just feels so good Follow us on Twitter at CBC The Pod. I'm on there a ton now. Subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Leave us a review and don't forget to tell your friends about us. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. 
For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe ventilation system exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe ventilation system. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Are you looking to build this year? If so, there is no better time than right now to start planning and to get your spot on the construction schedule If you need a garage, a stall barn, a storage for vehicles, RV, boat, collectibles, or even a a shop for your farm, hobbies, or car restoration projects, visit MortonBuildings.com and start your construction process. With superior materials, craftsmanship, best-in-class warranty, Morton Buildings are made to last for generations. At Morton, the difference is in the details. From their cutting-edge innovations to their craftsmen in the field, they are dedicated to surpassing expectations. Their legacy of excellence spans more than 120 years, and Morton Buildings is 100% employee-owned with more than a quarter million satisfied customers. That means they're the industry leader you can trust. When you choose Morton, you'll experience quality at every step of the building process, starting before the walls even go up. Visit mortonbuildings.com to get started today.